Welcome to the Perfectly Preserved Podcast. I'm your host, Jenny Gomes. And I'm Anna Cash. Here, we come together to bring you a podcast all about preserving food safely, easily, and dare I say perfectly at home. We are master food preservers, moms, wives, and we love talking about canning. We've decided the world needs a podcast that shares up-to-date, modern, safe information about canning, dehydrating, freezing, freeze-drying, and more. We answer listener questions, teach beginner and intermediate techniques, and share our very best tips for preserving successfully. We'll show you how to find trusted recipes, sources, and more so you never have to second-guess your preserving practices again. Ready to can like a master preserver? Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Perfectly Preserved Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jenny, and I'm here with my co-host, Anna, and we are excited to share with you a super easy preserve that anyone can try today. And today we're talking about quick or refrigerator pickles. And Anna makes a lot of these. I have made them, but I don't make them quite as often as she does. So I'm going to be asking her expertise for this episode. Anna, can you tell us what in the world is a quick pickle or a refrigerator pickle? What are they? Yeah, so a fridge pickle is something that you don't necessarily have to have a specific recipe for. You can tinker with it since you're not canning it and creating an anaerobic environment that's ripe for botulism. You can tinker with it. So I love fridge pickles for that reason. And when I say fridge pickles, I mean fridge pickled vegetables or pickled eggs. We've talked about that in the past, but just basically something that you're going to have in your fridge that will extend the life of some of your veggies and pickle them and create this like delicious product that you can eat. I love having them around to throw on sandwiches or just on a charcuterie board or just to snack on. What about you? Have you had, I don't know, like pickled beets or pickled onions or like today I did pickled cauliflower. Yeah. The pickled onions I think is the one that I love and would do the most often. And the aside from the fact that you don't, the processing of it is like you just put stuff in a jar basically. There's no canning process. Aside from the fact that it's easier in that way and faster, the advantage I think is that the the pickles are very crisp. And that is what I freaking love about fridge pickles. I need to do more of them because the vegetables aren't being boiled and boiled in a water bath or pressure canner. They just stay really crisp and crunchy. And that cold, vinegary, salty sliced onion, I just love. Like, I just think they're so delish. So who should be making fridge pickles, Anna? Who is who's the type of person that should be making fridge pickles? Okay, so I had um, a friend reach out. His name's Brian. His Instagram and TikTok and YouTube accounts are called The Garden Foyer. And he's a gardener, but a little hesitant to do any type of preserving or canning. That like freaks him out. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do fridge pickles. They're so easy. And he has a garden and he's got pickling cucumbers that are sort of coming in. You know, maybe he gets like, five or six every four days or something, which you can, you know, stockpile and do them together for a bigger batch. But right now they're just smaller batches. So fridge pickles are perfect for that. And I love that you bring up that it creates a more crunchy pickle because for me, 
having like a Clausen or some type of fresh pickle is so good on the side of your sandwich or on your sandwich or a burger, something like that. I think it's so good. So yeah, if you have a garden and you've got just a few things coming in at a time, throw it in a jar and make fridge pickles. It's so, so easy. So this kind of leads me into a, a short side street. I wanted to mention that I think like a great canning disappointment for many new canners is the pursuit of an excellent canned cucumber pickle. And it is just simply very difficult to do. And it is not the recipe that is the problem. It is the fact that any canning process requires you to be boiling or submerging surrounding your vegetables in boiling water or steam for an extended period of time. And it just, it sucks the life right out of the cucumber. We have a great episode where we have some really good tips for how to make cucumber pickles. And you should definitely check that episode out. But I just, I think that by learning how to make quick pickles, also known as refrigerator pickles, you can make a really delicious, crisp pickle and just avoid that road uh, to the canned pickle that is fraught with peril. It's just a lot harder to get them to be crisp and delicious the way people want. But that's that's my side street. I like this side street because... It is getting, at least in my area, more difficult to find growers that have pickling cucumbers and getting them the size that you want. For me, I love the tiny baby gherkins. Like I love those in a quart jar. Yeah. Because I feel like if they're too big, you know, you can only fit six in or five in and then you're just like, like that's one for everyone in our family and that's it. <laughs> so... I think that's a little bit disappointing. It is disappointing. And if if you want to have bigger jars of pickles, then the processing time for canning them will be longer. But if you're doing and a longer processing time will mean that they're definitely going to be not as crisp. But if you do a quick or refrigerator pickle, you can do as big of a jar as you want. And it, there's no consequence. There's no longer time. It's just a bigger container of them. So if you had a big family you could do like a half a gallon of refrigerator pickles of all kinds of pickled vegetables. But cucumber definitely comes to mind as the one that, that suffers the most in the water bath process. Ah. How do we make these, Anna? Tell us how to make a refrigerator or quick pickle. So one of my favorite recipes is for pickled beets. And you can also can this, but it's, it's equal parts sugar, water, and vinegar. So when I do it, it's usually two and two and two, depending on how many beets I'm doing. But I personally don't love pickling spices or in a lot of pickled beet recipes, there's things like uh, the warming spices like cinnamon, clove, anise seeds maybe, but you tie them all up in a cheesecloth and put it in there. And I just don't like those as well. So I don't do it. But you can create that brine that's equal parts water, sugar, and vinegar, the 5% acidity vinegar, and heat it up on the stove. And then you can add it to beets. I've also thrown in pickled eggs in that jar, and it turns the eggs like this gorgeous purple color on the outside. So back up. So you 
are saying you do two cups sugar, two cups water, two cups vinegar. What kind of vinegar? Yeah, I use the 5% acidity vinegar. I will use whatever I have on hand. Like I don't mind using a white vinegar, um, but if I have Bragg's apple cider vinegar, I'll use that. And you can reduce the amount of vinegar if you want in a fridge pickle. It's up to you, but I like kind of that bite of vinegar, you know, I think it's really good. Well, it is good. So I was going to ask Anna, how many beets does that do? Or how, how do you, do you cut them into slices or cubes or how do you do the beets? Yeah. So with beets, even ones that I can for my storage room, I make sure that the beets are cooked to the tenderness that I want. So I've found a cheater way to create the perfect cooked beet. Do you want to hear what it is? (laughs) Yes. Tell us. Okay. So I use my instant pot. That's great. I don't, I don't peel them or anything before I put them in, but I do cut the top off and that usually there's like a little stringy tail root. I'll cut both of those off and then put it in the instant pot with about a cup of water. And uh, you'll have to look at the manual for your instant pot, but I want to say it's like 20 minutes in the instant pot cooking. And then uh, you do, I believe, a forced cool down or whatever. And and usually when I pull those out, the skin just comes right off and it's really tender. I personally don't love a really hard beet, like crunching into it. I like it when it's a little bit more soft. But if you roast it, it usually takes, for me, at least an hour. Mm. And if you boil about as long. Ugh. In the hot summer, that's the Instant Pot. That sounds like such a smart idea. Yeah. Do you like beets, Jenny? Are they your thing or or not so much? So I can think of one time that I ate beets and I was like, this is pretty good. Uh, a friend, Regina, makes a great uh, summer like <laughs> beet salad. And I, <laughs> other times I just don't love them. But I think pickled, I might. I, I really do. And when you were talking about the warming spices, you should have seen my face. I was just like, I just don't love the warming spices with savory things <laughs> either. So other than beets, what are other vegetables you can make into a quick pickle in a clean receptacle with this combination of two vinegar, two water, and two cup sugar? So I think this is a good recipe for bread and butter pickles, maybe. It, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I would need to look up that recipe, but I like I like that one because it's like a a sweet and savory. Mm-hmm. I like I said before earlier this afternoon, I did a pickled cauliflower. It's amazing. It's on my Instagram account. I just mm. made a reel about it, but it's it's water, vinegar, sugar. There's some mustard seeds, celery seed, and sliced onions, or you can use pearl onions and cauliflower, and a little bit of salt. And you heat that brine up on the stove, and you pack your jar full of the cauliflower and onions. I didn't have any onions this time, so I just did all cauliflower. You add it to the jar and shake it every couple days. And in about four to five days, sometimes I give it a little longer, maybe a week, you have these gorgeous florets of cauliflower that are bright yellow. Oh, there's also turmeric. Mm. So it gives it this really awesome yellow color. It's beautiful and it's delicious and it's so good. Chopped up, well, coarsely, I guess, and you can put it in a pasta salad. Mm. 
So with this cucumber and onion mixture, would you just like eat it like straight out of the jar or do you always use it as an ingredient in something else? Well, I'm crazy and I love pickled anything. So I will use a clean fork and just get some out and just, you know, nibble on it. We definitely need to talk about how to keep your fridge pickles clean because if you use a fork and then you eat the pickle off and then stick it back in, you're introducing the bacteria that's in your mouth into your jar. And that can cause, you know, bacteria to build up and then, you know, you won't be able to reuse that brine and sometimes the the ingredients inside will go bad. I think I've caught some members of my family who will go unnamed who have done this because the brine got cloudy. I feel pretty sure that's what caused it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it happens. And now a quick word about our courses. Want to learn more about canning? Check out our video courses. Anna's beginner and advanced canning courses are available at smarthomecanning.com. And Jenny teaches super fast steam canning at startcanning.com. Use the code POD25, that's P-O-D-25, to get 25% off those courses today. So after you assemble the brine, you heat it up. Uh, Different quick pickles have different, slightly different recipes, but it's all generally the same idea. That's water, vinegar, and oftentimes sugar. And you heat it up so the sugar is dissolved. And then what do you do then? Do you put the vegetables in a clean jar first or tell our, our listeners how you assemble your jar? Yeah, for me, I make sure that that I wash my hands, pack the jar with whatever I'm going to make pickle wise, and then I will add the brine. A lot of people, or I've seen anyway, some people adding the ingredients to the jar and not heating up the brine and like you know, whisking and making sure that that salt and uh, sugar is dissolved before they put it in. But I personally like to have it dissolved first, and then I'll add it to my jar. Uh, Great. Do you need to use a new canning lid or what kind of lid should you be putting on this receptacle? Uh, It just needs to be clean. So uh, a lot of times I'll use a white a white lid that's for canning. I don't know if you've ever seen those. It's not a two-part lid. It's just a white one. And as long as it's sealed pretty good, then you're good. I just shake it maybe like once or twice to make sure that every bit of the pickled veggie is getting some type of brine on it with Mm -hmm. cauliflower. You know, there's all these nooks and crannies and you just need to make sure that there's no bubbles or areas that aren't getting the brine. So make sure to shake it really good. So it doesn't matter if you use an old lid or a used canning lid as long as it is sealed up tight, right? Yeah. You just want to make sure it's clean. Right. And then have you ever made these in jars or in a container that's not a mason jar, not a canning jar? I personally haven't just because I have so many jars around, mm-hmm. like a, a ridiculous amount of jars around, but you can use uh, other glass containers. You can also, I guess, use plastic, but I just prefer glass. What about you? I'm in the same boat. I I think I've done, I had a different kind of glass jar, but I mean, it's always a glass jar for me too. Mm-hmm. I prefer glass. I mean, where I'm putting a semi-warm 
amount of brine into the jar, I I definitely wouldn't want to heat up a plastic container and do that. Mm-hmm, I agree. Just because I'm leery. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we know glass is is great for these types of projects. So then you put it in the refrigerator and then what happens? So after it's been in the fridge for, I don't know, so it depends on the vegetable, like quick pickled onions can be ready in hours. Some I like to keep in there longer to absorb more of that flavor, like the cauliflower or cucumbers that are whole. If you're doing slices of cucumbers, those are pretty quick, but whole cucumbers, I mean, I would I would definitely leave them in there for at least a week to absorb some of that. So it's better if you wait, everybody. Don't <laughs> don't rush. Give it a week. And then how long do they last, Anna? How long will they hang out in your fridge for? These can hang out for a long time. I have some bread and butter pickles in my fridge that are from last August. So almost a full year mm-hmm. and they're still crunchy. They're still good. I made a bunch and I just left them in my fridge because I was planning to give them to friends and then it didn't turn out and they just stayed in my fridge (laughs) and I just eat them every once in a while. So they're still in there. As long as you use a clean fork every time you're getting something out, you're, I mean, they can stay for a really long time. Yeah. You'll know, uh, this might be a good tip you'll know if they are not good anymore. If mm-hmm. say like Jenny saw that her liquid was cloudy or mm-hmm. if the ingredients become slimy or mm-hmm. if there is a bad odor, those are all indicators that it's time to toss it out. So right. we're not talking about a fermentation smell or anything like that. We're talking about like, you know, a bad odor. A yuck, a definite yuck. Awesome tips, Anna. Can you give us some more recipe inspiration, some great ideas of things that people could quick pickle today? Yeah. So I also love having pickled jalapeno rings. These are perfect for burgers or any kind of nachos. I like spicy things. So this is for me. And if you're at the beginning of your garden season, maybe you just have a few jalapenos coming on. But these pickled jalapeno rings, you're going to do something similar to the pickled cauliflower I just did today, which is water, apple cider vinegar, canning salt, celery seed, and mustard seed. So that one doesn't have sugar in it, but it's definitely like pickled. That's a great idea. And that reminds me, another thing that is an advantage to making these quick pickles is that if you are using best quality vinegar, like apple cider vinegar with the mother, I mean, there's all kinds of schools of thought about good quality vinegar. If you're using those, then the mother or all those good bugs are preserved. They're not killed in the canning process. So that's another thing to consider that this type of a recipe, you can splurge on vinegar. You can get as fancy as you want to get with the vinegar because that flavor of the vinegar is going to be preserved and so will all of its inherent nutritional value. So that's that's a, a good reason to seek out good vinegar is for using it in quick pickles or fridge pickles. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. There's also, depending on what area of the country you live in, there's 
I mean, really, you can pickle so many vegetables. And if you have a brine that you love, mm. just throw like a shredded jicama in there or chayote mm. or you can do chow chow if you're in the South, which is like a a sweet pickled, I believe they use turmeric as well, but it's mostly onions, cabbage, shredded and red pepper. Mm. And it's so good. It's like one of my favorite condiments and it just brightens up any type of meal that you're having, any sandwich that you're having. Yeah, you can you can do that. Oh, so many good ideas, Anna. I feel like that is such a good like early preserve. So if you've been listening to this podcast like aspirationally, which I know that you're out there, listeners, I know you're there. You're listening aspirationally. You're hoping someday that by listening to all this, <laughs> you will preserve. I totally get it. I'm 1000% the same thing, but just about other pursuits. Okay. If you've been listening aspirationally, this is the very first thing that you should put into a canning jar. Slice up a red onion and make the brine and pickle some red onions. Easy, super easy. And then they'll be all crisp and crunchy. You can put it on like a, like a hot, melty, cheesy sandwich. Yes. Bomb. So good. Or you can do you know, the, the beets. If you want to do the beets, you can do, if you can get your hands on some good little cucumbers, some good little knobbly pickling cucumbers, pickle those. These are super simple. And, and there's, you're not heating up your kitchen. You don't have to have any equipment. You just need a mason jar. You don't even need a Hail Mary. <laughs> This is a great, great first preserve for anybody who's been listening aspirationally. Yeah. Okay. First, it's a great first one. And I love this idea too, Jenny, like getting your family together and everybody makes their own jar of pickled something, Mm -hmm. or maybe you're having like a girl's night out. You have all the ingredients there. Everybody can make their own. I just, I just think that there's so many ways that you can connect uh, with other people through preserving Ugh. that just makes it so like it doubles the fun when you do it with other people. Oh, exponentially. So such a good idea. I was thinking when you said that I was thinking I had big plans this winter of which would have been like the winter that happened already <laughs> of doing a bone broth party where everyone customizes their own jars before we put them in the pressure canner, which is still an awesome idea. And I'm definitely going to do it, but I did not do it yet. But Like the short version of that or the brief, Mm -hmm. easy version of that is you get together with your pals. One person cooks all the brine, right? You just have one pot of brine and everyone gets to choose their own herbs and spices. Choose dill, choose mustard seed, choose whatever spices you want. And then you have your jar ready to go home when you're done after you've had your like cold drink with your girlfriends talking about who's doing what. That's such such a good idea, Anna. I love that. Or, you know, what would be a great idea is it's like bring your produce party. Like, what Mm. do you have growing in your garden? Maybe it's different than what I have. Maybe we can combine. Like, I just love that idea. What a fun idea. You're such a community-minded person, Anna. I I feel like I just live a tiny bit out in the sticks to have had that way of thinking the way you do, which is amazing. You've been such a good influence on me. That's such a great collaborative idea. Such a good idea. Well, and I think it's my personality too. That's true. No, that's true. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's a great way to think. A great way to think is always thinking about how can I collaborate and communicate with other people. 
What other tips do you have, Anna, for making quick or refrigerator pickles for our listeners? Mm, I mean, other than the ones that we talked about, I would say don't be afraid to get creative. Don't be afraid to add some spice. Mm. Uh, You can use your hot peppers. I used um, some ghost pepper powder in my cauliflower just a little bit to spice it up. So don't be scared to to spice. I only used a little. Don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a great point. You can make this and and this is a a type of preservation where you can just kind of wing it and nothing bad is going to happen because this is a high acid and oxygenated mixture, right? There's no, there's oxygen left in the jar and it's high in acid. So it's impossible, impossible for botulism to grow. The only bad possibility is that it gets slimy in your fridge and you toss it. There's no terrible worst case scenario. So you can get creative and create combinations that you think will be delicious. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more tip. And that is if you're using pickling cucumbers, make sure to cut off the blossom end and the like both ends of the cucumber. If you leave those on, what can happen is uh, your cucumber can be soggy. There's an enzyme in that that will create soggy pickles. So make sure that you snip just the very end off of the cucumber. Isn't that interesting? I forgot about that, but that is a great tip. Yeah. And always use a clean fork. (laughs) I feel like that's like a great t-shirt idea too. Like always use a clean fork. Okay, Anna, I think that wraps up our episode. That's, you have so many good ideas for how to make good, easy, quick pickles. And I'm telling you, aspirational listeners, this is it. This is the preserve. You're going to slice up a veggie and make a quick brine and put it in the fridge and you'll be hooked. You'll be standing over the sink eating the thing that you quick pickled and be thinking, okay, that was the first step. I'm going to do something else. That's that's what will happen. Try it. Let us know. Love it. That's our show. We don't want you to miss an episode, so please be sure to subscribe. If you found this episode helpful and informative, please give our show a rating and review. It only takes a few seconds and it really helps our show grow. Follow us on social media at Smart Home Canning and at The Domestic Wildflower. Email your preserving questions to perfectlypreservedpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer your questions on the show. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode released every week.